from recruiting and consulting firm RiderFlex. I'm your host, Steve Urban, and here is your RiderFlex episode of the day. And on today's episode of the RiderFlex podcast, here are eight things that employers can do for recruiting firms. That's right. If you're an executive or you're a hiring manager and you're thinking about outsourcing your recruiting or staffing needs, hiring an outside firm, here are eight things that you can do for us. You ready? Number one, please get everybody on the same page before we start the search. (laughs) That's right. The hiring manager, the human resource person, the CEO, if they're going to be involved, make sure everybody's holding hands all on the same page with exactly what you're looking for. Okay, that's number one. Number two, when you do finalize that job spec with all the requirements, make sure you've been crystal clear on the mandatory requirements versus the nice-to-have requirements. So often that's a little bit gray, right? And so just be super, super clear. Just tell us, hey, these five things we will not bend on. They have to have these experiences and or skill sets. So mandatory versus nice to have, really important that you clarify that before the search is started. Number three, shorten your process on the hiring side. In other words, once we present candidates to you, finalists, don't make them go through five rounds of interviews on your side with like 25 different people. (laughs) Don't make them come back to the home office like four times. Remember, if you've hired an outside firm They've probably, the candidates have probably already been through the ringer two or three times with the recruiter. If you make them go through five more interviews and meet 28 new people at your office, they're, they're eventually going to burn out and you have a chance of losing that candidate or they're going to get an offer by the time you, you put them through your long process. So number three was shorten your process. Number four, let the recruiting firm you've hired present to the hiring manager. let this sink in. And this is going to be a touchy one because some human resource people are going to hear this and it's really going to irritate them. I I actually believe that if you've hired an outside firm, that firm should be presenting candidates directly to the hiring manager, the people that the candidate's going to, the person, excuse me, that the candidate's going to report to. What happens sometimes is companies will hire an outside firm like RiderFlex and then they'll They'll slot in the human resource person or an in-house recruiter that we have to get our candidates or our finalists passed before the hiring manager actually gets to see the candidate. Not a good idea. I could do a three-hour presentation on that topic alone. I'm not saying human resources and the in-house recruiter can't be involved in the process. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Make sure that if you've hired, you've hired an outside firm that has developed a relationship with the hiring manager, make sure the hiring manager gets to see the candidates being presented. Don't let a junior recruiter that's in-house or an HR person block finalists that an outside firm is trying to present. Again, I could go on and on and on about that topic, but I'm telling you that's a huge one. I should probably do a separate episode for that. Again, some human resource people are going to hear this and they're going to be super pissed because <laughs> they think I'm trying to eliminate them from the process. I'm really not. And by the way, if you are a human resource professional at a, at a company where you've had to hire an outside firm to help with recruiting, it probably means you're busy, right? It probably means you're super slammed. So don't get in the way when uh, your outside firm is trying to present finalists to uh, the hiring manager. Number five. 
do me a favor. Clarify the ultimate decision maker. What do I mean by that? Meaning usually, especially if it's a small to medium-sized company, usually there's somebody, the CEO, the founder, the majority equity holder, usually there's somebody that has to put their stamp of approval on the candidate before they're hired. Most of the time, somebody else besides the hiring manager, especially if it's a small firm. So just clarify that for the firm that you've hired, right? Just just tell the outside firm you've hired, say, hey, look, Johnny's the hiring manager. That's who you're going to present your candidates to. But just keep in mind, Fred owns the company and Fred's going to have to meet him and he's going to have to sign off on your person before they're hired. If you tell us that ahead of time, then we can visit with Fred, the owner. We can get to know him as well and make sure we know it we know exactly what he's looking for before we present somebody. So just clarify the ultimate decision maker. That's point number five. Number six, don't reject candidates based on paper. (laughs) In other words, if your recruiting firm that you've hired has gone through a lengthy process to present candidates, just know there's a reason they're presenting those candidates above and beyond what you the company or the hiring manager might see on the resume or on their LinkedIn profile. There's so many other things at play that the recruiter has learned during the process and during their visits with the candidate. So don't hire an outside firm and then wait for them to present finalists and just glance at the resume and immediately reject who they're trying to present. Not a good idea. If you've hired a good recruiting firm, there's going to be other reasons they're presenting finalists besides what the resume says. Number seven, don't lowball offers. If the recruiting firm has, you know, worked their tail off to get a great candidate in front of you and you told the recruiter to tell the candidate that the range was between 80 and 100, don't offer the candidate 75. (laughs) Don't lowball your offers. Okay, that's going to blow things up. And number eight, communicate. I could, this is a whole nother topic, right? I could talk for another four hours on just that alone. If you've changed the requirements, let the recruiter know. If, you do, if you've decided to stop the search, let the recruiter know. Remember, internally, if you have decided, well, I don't think we need that position anymore. We've, you know, there's been a, uh, I don't know, a cash flow issue and you've changed your mind and you're not going to hire the position. Don't let three days go by before you tell the recruiter because that's three days they just wasted visiting with candidates. Okay, so communicate swiftly with your recruiting firm, whatever it might be, a change in specs, a change in hiring manager, a change in your decision, whatever it is, just communicate often. And remember, every minute that goes by that you're not communicating with the the recruiter on something that's changed, that recruiter is burning labor minutes and wasting their time, okay? And there are my eight tips, eight things companies can do better for their outside recruiting firms. And there is your RiderFlex tip of the day. The RiderFlex podcast features entrepreneurs, business executives, and the stories behind how they got there, as well as daily tips on career advice and job interviews. Our show can be heard just about anywhere these days, but you can visit RiderFlex.com and click on the podcast page to hear all the previous episodes and learn more about the recruiting and consulting services we provide. Contact us at the email address info at riderflex.com or 888-964-5876. Thanks so much for listening. And if you enjoy our show, please be sure to subscribe to our channel and like the episodes.